I am releasing judgments, expectations, labels from my body, and I'm choosing to follow my truth. I think those are some of the really big ones that come to mind with just more things that you can't see, but they're affecting us. Like we've all experienced some sort of anxiety at this point. And so, but you can't see it. So how do you handle it, you know? And so that's what really helped me. Now let the magic begin. It's Raquel and happy, happy Magic Monday. If you didn't know, I post a new episode on your own magic every Monday. Something to nourish your soul to begin your week, you know? Something to bring you some ease. (laughs) Start your week feeling fresh and open up to perhaps a full reset. Perhaps resetting your perspective on what's to come this week you know completely clearing out whatever happened before so you can consciously transmute any negative thoughts fears self-talk to something that is true i as well don't always see of course but it's something that i think we all know it's just not often practiced even though many of these practices are so simple and we don't even need all of the fun trinkets and gadgets and who's it's and what's it's galore. <laughs> I have a crystal right next to me, which of course I just love to have their frequencies around, but not everybody has a crystal around and also not everybody needs a crystal around in order to completely transmute whatever is stirring within and so i believe it's so important to reach for tools that do not need any material in order to transmute or manifest whatever it is that you desire and i also see thoughts akin to entities by the way and so if you have power over your thoughts that is true mastery which I'm not saying that I have mastered, but I am becoming more and more aware and conscious of these thoughts so I can feel good. (laughs) But also I see thoughts akin to entities and basically these entities, they, they, they might just come in our mind and want to chill and hang out as guests for some time, maybe take up a lot of space, maybe you know, become a full-on roommate for a one or two-year lease. And, you know, you may either welcome them and let them stay for a while, perhaps even tuck them in at night and make them a fresh cup of coffee in the morning. Or if they're not really making you feel all that great and you're feeling resistant and they're kind of toxic and they're overstepping your boundaries, well, you know, it's you, you could see it as an opportunity to learn and transform, of course, because they're triggering you in some way, but also those negative thoughts, you know, they, they, they're they not you, they don't belong to you, and they're more than welcome to leave, and you can tell them, um, yeah, it, it's time to go, or send them an eviction notice, and goodbye, wrong home, sir, wrong home. I hope that made sense, but basically... There are many tools to be able to control, shift, reprogram these thoughts and allow you to start anew, start refreshed. That's one of the reasons why 
when Euro Magic was created and we were thinking what day of the week should it be. Yeah, Magic Monday's illiterate, but also we wanted a fresh start to the week so we could feel like, oh, yay, this is this is where my trajectory is going this week. And perhaps you'll say nicer things to yourself and see yourself in a special light, which you indeed have. So with all of that being said, I talk about this power that we have with today's guest, Pyle Agarwal, aka The Affirmation Addict, host of The Affirmation Addict podcast, and creator of Affirmit, an app with affirmations, thousands of affirmations for you, along with many other tools. Payal is indeed an old soul full of immense wisdom, and it was amazing to hear her perspective and story on the power of our words and affirmations and how they truly shape your reality. If you are aware of this or not, I indeed don't intend for anybody to spiritually bypass or I guess affirmation bypass in this episode. So I made sure to consciously ask questions that will get to the root and truth of it that will actually transform us versus suppress our actual feelings about whatever it is. So we dig deep. We dig very, very deep. I think it's very important to make sure to not only highlight the sunshine and gold in all the different tools and practices, but you know, the shadows as well. I think that's extremely important because spirituality is honoring and loving yourself, learning to truly honor and love lover, love you and honor your connection to your higher power, your higher self, God, source, universe, whatever resonates and experience the magic of your soul in this human experience. And of course, just allowing your human to be human as well. You're here to remember. You're here to remember that you are more than this body. And because you're more than this body, you also have so many powers to transform this body, this mind. And sometimes that requires some tough loving. You know what I'm saying? All right, also if this episode or any other Euro Magic episode has soothed your soul in any way, shape, or form, feel free to take a few seconds to just rate the podcast one to five stars and feel free to review as well and take a minute if you'd like and subscribe if that's an option on your platform last thing last little note your own magic yo means has a new sponsor which i'm so happy about i don't take sponsors that i'm not interested in this sponsor apollo nero is absolutely phenomenal and i think it'd be a great gift for yourself if you want or christmas gift even for a friend or family member who deals with great stress or fatigue anxiety or insomnia and yeah you'll hear more about that and my experience with it in the middle of the episode so happy about that (laughs) and now i believe that it's time let the magic begin with Payal Agarwal.
Okay, well, I'm just wearing my sweatpants because I was working. <laughs> but later on today, I'm going to wear a sari. And then I have Mandy, which is henna. So I got that all last night. And then I'll be wearing Indian clothes full on. Um, so yeah, it's a fun little ritual. It's basically for your relationship with your husband, the husband and the wife. Um, this is like kind of a festival to celebrate and honor that. And so it's you only do it when you're married. So this is our first year together. And he's fasting with me. So we're both kind of fasting for each other. And you just fast for like the until from sunrise to moonrise. And so then you look through the moon. And so I love it because it integrates like all the stuff I love and like more Western spirituality too. So you look through each other at the moon and stuff. So it's really cute. Oh, that is so cute. That's beautiful. What is this called again? So this is called Karvachat. Well, happy Karvachat. Thank you. You're pretty good. Uh, that was impressive. Really good. I'm so, so glad that we finally get to connect. I'm so excited. I know. It's happened and I know I'm so, so excited and so thankful that you're here, especially during this wild time. I feel like this is a very valuable tool for us mm -hmm. to begin a practice to come back home to ourselves. Yeah, so, absolutely. Curious, mm -hmm. what lights you up most in the season of your life? What lights me up most? I would say just tapping in to unconditional love. I think if like even for example right now with everything going on, it's asking myself, how can I feel that love? Where am I already experiencing love, but not giving it enough credit right now because there's other things. So that's what makes me feel like most safe. And it brings me back home is just noticing all the love that's in my life, noticing all the love that's being given to me that I'm able to give out that's in the air, you know? So to me, it always comes down to that. So beautiful. You are consciously not taking life for granted. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I and well, many people we sometimes easily slip into. So making that conscious choice to find that unconditional love. I love that. And I hope that your husband, I'm sure he is, is providing you all the unconditional love absolutely. For you that you deserve. Absolutely. He but, is. Yeah, absolutely. So you are known as the infer the information, the <laughs> affirmation addict, which I love that. I love that name. And so I'm just curious about your story and how it all started. What are even who inspired you to practice affirmations yeah. and how it reshaped your life. Absolutely. So my story, it actually started when I was only 12 years old. Um, so the way I first got introduced to affirmations was my mom, of course. She came home and she was like, I found a movie that we all have to watch, no questions asked. And so we watched it as a family and it was The Secret. And I was so inspired as my 12-year-old self because it was like that little light of magic. Um, and so that night I made my first vision board and then a few weeks later my mom gave me the book um you can heal your life by louise hayes mm -hmm. and I knew it. yep and i think that's how it starts for everybody and yeah. it was something like it just felt so easy and natural i was like what like i was just like okay and so i was 12 at the time so my first i tell everybody this my first manifestation that i can vividly remember was actually manifesting a brownie <laughs> um and it was just by the power of my thought like i was getting ready for school i was like mom i'm just craving a brownie so badly and she was like i don't have any like we can go to safeway or something but then you're gonna be late and i was like okay fine and right when we were walking out the door her client came super early and was like i made you guys brownies oh, no. and 
and her clients don't like never bring food like she sells jewelry so it's not like a food (laughs) business it's so random so I just vividly remember like the amount of joy and I still can remember like I was so bright-eyed I literally just witnessed magic and that's what carries me through till today just like remembering that power when things don't feel like they're going well I'm just like I know it's possible because of that moment so that was my transformative moment was a brownie but so many things from that point have manifested in my life and I continued my journey on my own. So my mom was really the only person I talked to about affirmations until I met Tom, who is now my husband. And he was the only other person in my life who I could openly talk to, and especially my age, who in my community I could talk to about this stuff. And it came down to a point where I manifested what I thought at the time was my dream job. Tom and I were dating. He was in the military. So he was deployed in Syria. So we couldn't talk. I started to hate what I thought was my dream job. So it really felt like my world was falling apart. And the thing that got me through was my affirmations. And I was trying to, I knew I needed to get out of my career, but I had no idea what. So I would just call in with the universe. Like, I just want a different path, whether that's my own, whether that's a different job, I want a different path. And a few months later, the idea of, I was searching for on my own, but that's how the idea of Affirmation Addict became kind of born is I was searching for an app that was beautiful and inviting and felt authentic um, for affirmations because I thought it would be such a good idea to have them pop up on my phone, listen to them and work with them on my phone rather than scrolling on social media and nothing I found resonated with me. And so that's where the idea started. I kind of went for it with the support of Tom. He was my backbone. He was like, just do it. Start the page. Just try. Start. Like he was truly, truly like more. He believed in myself more than I did from the beginning for sure. He was so sweet. He was like, just try it. Like what's there to lose, you know? Um, Because it's scary when you have that idea. You're like, do I do it? Like you get the idea and you know you want to, but that's when the fear comes up. So he really helped me in the beginning with that fear to just take those action steps. And then two years later here, like the app is doing great. I'm able to connect with so many beautiful souls online. And it has absolutely transformed my life because my biggest thing is I wanted to be able to help people not feel helpless because when I was quitting my job, I fell at my lowest in the middle. And so I asked them, I was like, if it weren't for the money, would you guys be here in this career? Would you guys be where you are? And it was such an easy answer for everybody to say, absolutely not, that it made me really sad. Honestly, I was like quitting my job and I felt so sad for everybody else because I was like, that's so sad. Like they don't know that they have other options or they don't know what those other options could even be. And not only in their careers, but in their life with their soulmates or just even in that job, maybe they want to keep the job, but need a different position. And so it just, I really want to help people feel empowered and take that power back because it's really easy to give it away. So that's what we're all about here. (laughs) Yes. And you're doing just that. First of all, I love that you explored this as a child and it manifested in a snap in a sense. Mm -hmm. And you were able to see that magic as a child because that really does carry on within you. And a lot of people that might be listening and they are trying to think of that time in childhood where they saw that magic because a lot of people let that go. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's what keeps us holding on to this vision or just this knowing that there is more for us. And especially when it's integrated in childhood. And then you followed the nudge, which people get inspired actions 
to take all the time, receive them all the time, but they don't often follow the nudge. And it was so nice to have a partner just reaffirm that for you, but you did it. And look where you're at a few years later. So I wanted to honor you for that. That is amazing. Oh, thank you. That means the world to me. Yeah. It's (laughs) so beautiful when you look back at your journey because you don't realize how much you've done. And I, whoever is listening, like I encourage you to just take the second and look back on your journey because you are probably so much further than you thought you'd be at this point. And it's worthy of celebration and you deserve to honor yourself. So thank you for honoring me. I appreciate that. (laughs) Exactly. Well, yeah. And also, I have some people in my mind and in my heart, they just feel like they are stuck. They've lost hope. And when you were talking about the other people you felt sad for, these people just popped to my mind. I'm like, wow, if they only knew the power of affirmations and just simply begin to implement that slowly and into their life, just imagine what may Mm -hmm. unfold for them, even if they didn't have that magical childhood experience. Absolutely. And so how do these affirmations work? Yeah. So from a kind of sciencey quantum physics, but really light on that. Here for it. Here for it. (laughs) Basically, the power of affirmations is actually based off of the power of your words and your relationship with your words and your subconscious mind, because your subconscious mind is the part of you that is working kind of on autopilot. So think about like your immediate reactions to things, your assumptions, and the way you speak and the things you talk about are also on autopilot, believe it or not. It's really easy to say, well, I'm choosing what I'm speaking, but I'm a person who talks really fast. And I know that's my subconscious mind really working hard right there. Because a lot of the words we speak are things that are familiar to us, things we've heard, things we're comfortable with. It's really the reason we have difficulty talking about uncomfortable things is because they're not familiar to us, right? Mm -hmm. So the power of affirmations is truly about the words you're speaking, repeating them enough to the point where they become truth to your subconscious mind. So your subconscious mind doesn't distinguish between true or false. It just basically accepts everything you say enough times as truth. So if you go ahead and say, let's talk about money, for example. If you say money doesn't go on trees and you repeat that and you're hearing that all the time, your subconscious mind is going to adopt that as a truth and a belief. So that'll be something that's in your DNA, in your subconscious mind, in your body, in your energy field as truth. However, if you say and repeat the affirmation, money is an abundant resource, there is infinite amounts of money for me, then your subconscious mind, the more you say it, it will feel a little weird at first. I absolutely acknowledge that. It's uncomfortable, right? However, the more you say it, that power of repetition really transforms your subconscious mind. It's like if you think about the repetition, you hear a song on the radio and we keep hearing it over and over and over again. Before you know it, you know all the words and you weren't even trying. So that's exactly what's going on with your subconscious mind when you're consciously speaking words of affirmation or practicing affirmations. And it works for when you're saying it and even when you're seeing them, even if you're reading a book, even if you're getting affirmation reminders on your phone, even if you're looking at a vision board with affirmations, it is your brain is so much more powerful than you think. And so it's all digesting. So the more you kind of blatantly put it out in your life, the more it'll come into your life as well. So that's a summary as to why affirmations work. And then, of course, through law of attraction and law of vibration, words carry vibration. And so the certain words you're 
heavily focusing on are attracting more of that vibration as well as law of attraction where like attracts like. Yeah, exactly. And so it's a combination of all of those. That's why it's so important to be very conscious with your words. I have personally experienced the power of our words and how that has manifested into my reality in great ways and also not so great ways Mm -hmm. because we use these, as you said, to override strong subconscious feelings. So when I started practicing, I too found it through Louise Hayes, and this was in 2014, mm-hmm. but I, I took it to the extreme. Mm-hmm. I was solely focused on positive and uplifting affirmations, which is beautiful, amazing. However, I was also negating, I was completely avoiding my negative emotions, mm-hmm. which ultimately manifested in great suppression and spiritual bypassing, which I'm sure you've heard affirmation bypassing as mm-hmm. it intensified the inner darkness in the long run. So now now I integrate affirmations often consciously, like you said, using certain techniques and tools, which we'll get into, like writing and saying it out loud, but also often in a yoga nidra hypnotic state where I can really deeply integrate it in my subconscious right then and there. Mm -hmm. I'm not suppressing how I'm also feeling. So that way I'm completely honest and empowered by those feelings, but also not victim to those feelings, if that makes sense. So I'm curious on your perspective on all of this, because I think a lot of people who have either heard of it or not heard of it, that always comes to mind like, well, what if I'm not feeling that great? I mean, I can't just Mm -hmm. suppress it. How do you feel about affirmation bypassing? Yes, I think it is such a real thing. Um, I think it's so important when you are teaching affirmations or even just sharing about them. I think the biggest, my first priority is to never judge the way you're feeling um, because your feeling, say you're saying I am loved or I love myself, but you don't feel that way. Your immediate thoughts are going to be those resistant thoughts. So what I teach um, when I'm working with people one-on-one or in my courses or even through the app, I always say like, even if you have resistant thoughts, that's actually a beautiful thing because it's giving you insight as to how you're truly feeling. And your feelings are never wrong. They're never bad. So I think we have a habit of judging our feelings as a society. I think that's just something like, oh, if you're stressed or overwhelmed, it's a bad thing. And yes, it's not mm-hmm. fun to be stressed, overwhelmed, but our bodies and our minds and our souls are also trying to tell us something. So my true perspective on emotions as a whole is that there are signals from our body that something needs to shift or something is wrong or something is just not aligned. And so how can we find a solution versus, oh, I'm stressed. Let me just not feel good. Let me just be angry that I'm stressed. And it kind of becomes that downward spiral. And I absolutely have been in that before where I'm like you're so hyper conscious of your thoughts that you kind of hurt yourself more. So I've definitely done that mm-hmm. before. And my biggest piece of really comment and advice is to not judge yourself if you don't feel comfortable saying the affirmations. Maybe that's why I always recommend starting with something really light, like you said, like either a hypnotic state, which is all not light, but less <laughs> um, conscious mind oriented, like with less of your conscious mind coming back right at you. So more like a subliminal thing, like the yoga nidra or something on your phone where it's like an affirmation pop up that you you just see and that's it. You don't have to say it. You don't have to write it down. So I think it's a really beautiful place to start because it makes you feel good. I think that's one thing. It makes a lot of people feel really good. But if you're in a not so good state, sometimes it makes you feel worse or it makes you feel guilty. And my biggest thing I want to help people with is 
it's okay if you don't feel good. I think there's a really big misconception and it's probably called toxic positivity that you have to feel good all the time. And I firmly do not believe that's a requirement. I think (laughs) as human beings, there's an entire range of human emotions and we are meant to felt that entire range of human emotions because everything is relative. So if like all our levels of emotion were like content, happy, joy, contentment would feel probably like depression. You know what I mean? So I really believe that the entire range of human emotions is relative and it's there for a reason. So if you're feeling a not so fun emotion, that's okay. I really recommend kind of, I have a process that I like to call it, which is listen, lean and learn. So how can you listen to the emotion? Can you lean into it just a little bit in a safe way? And can you learn from it and learn what that emotion is trying to tell you? Because I like to think of our emotions as energetic entities where they're just trying to communicate something that you are unable to process on your own, maybe from an outside source, maybe from within you, maybe from somewhere in your physical body. And so I think emotions are so fun. Like now, I mean, I'm so grateful I've gotten here because I used, I grew up with like very, very bad anxiety and I didn't even know it. My parents didn't understand what it was either. And they helped me through it. They were so supportive, but we didn't know what was going on with me. I would like, I would have like crying fits where I just couldn't catch my breath you know or I would get in those situations but my mom actually was like just breathe into it and that was like the most calming thing she said to me was like it's not here to harm you just breathe into it and that's kind of where that listen lean and learn was inspired from is sometimes we're so scared of feeling those bad emotions that we hype them up even more and give them even more energy that they become even bigger than what we're trying to do and so it's a very unseen in your head kind of game that the energy and the affirmations and where your intention is going that it tends to manifest in certain ways depending on how you are. Oh, that is so true. I oh my gosh, yes, amen to this. And also, let's say you are in a low state or you're feeling anxious in that moment. How can we use affirmations as a booster during challenging times, especially Okay, so let's say we're super anxious. I feel like we can consciously use these affirmations in a sense without making it feel like we're faking it by simply saying like, okay, I'm going to feel what I'm feeling right now, but this is only me doing it with the purposes of releasing it so I feel better. Would that be kind of considered an affirmation? Absolutely. And I think a really beautiful, like, I think that's a really good one because I think it's your affirmations are a way of like talking your subconscious mind through a situation you're in Mm -hmm. so some people think it's like you have to say it out loud a lot of the times affirmations are just going on in your head as thoughts too so I know it's confusing but I think affirmations show up in so many ways of our life they obviously in our voice and our words but also in our thoughts and like hey I'm like and when we have an intention like an intention is such an unseen thing but when you're like taking a deep breath with the intention to release that in a way is you affirming to release. So it doesn't have to be a one size fits all affirmation. And I think what you said was so beautiful where you have this purpose, like I'm leaning into this with the purpose of releasing it. I think that's so powerful. And even when you're in a bad time, saying something like I acknowledge the feelings I feel and I allow them to pass when they're ready to pass. So Mm. being kind of friends with those feelings in a way and trusting that they're going to pass if you let them. Um, 
um, it's a really, it's scary to do that. I get it. <laughs> However, it's such an empowering thing to just try trusting it. Maybe if you're feeling a little stressed, just take a second on your computer. If you're working on a computer and you're feeling stressed, just take a second and say, hey, I acknowledge this feeling and I allow it to pass when it needs to. And that is a form of leaning into it. And when we just give that attention to that emotion, it oftentimes subsides a hundred times faster than it would if we were trying to avoid it, try and work around it. Because I personally, kind of coming back to the unconditional love, I really think that emotions, especially kind of the heavier ones, are really craving our love and our loving attention. And I have been practicing that recently, like with stress. I mean, obviously with everything going on yesterday and today in our world, I've been giving like loving attention to some of my emotions. And I mean, we emailed this morning, like I was like, I feel so good. And <laughs> I'm so surprised. Like I didn't expect it. And not because like everything is great in the world, but just because of like me managing that emotion and those emotions in those certain ways and speaking with them like they're my buddies, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. When you emailed that as well, I was like, this is so amazing. It's like she was reading me. Because to be honest, when you emailed that, uh-huh. I was checking in with myself because I was feeling a little anxious. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to calm for a moment. And so I stepped away from everything, mm-hmm. took some time with myself and reconnected with with myself and that energy simply just shifted. And I believe it was also because I was honoring myself, affirming to myself that all is well, Mm -hmm. there's nothing more that I need to do right now. Mm -hmm. And all, and to be honest, I had you in mind and in Mm -hmm. my heart. And I was like, yeah, I want to connect with her right now. That's what feels best. And so yeah, it was those type of affirming states, which is not a typical affirmation, Mm -hmm. but it definitely is an affirmation. And it definitely did call me and help me out a lot today. Oh, I love that. I know when you said that, I was just like, oh, I'm so excited. Like, and I'm so glad that like, you also feel good. Cause I think it's very empowering that even though there's so much chaos, I mean, that's absolutely something that's we're experiencing energetically in our entire planet. It is still possible to feel okay in the midst of chaos. And that duality is part of humanity. That's part of our human experience. It's part of the universe and being comfortable with that. Like, yeah, things are kind of crazy. You (laughs) never know what's going to happen. And, but I'm still okay. And like, how awesome is it that we have like as humans we have like the possibility to feel that way like that's awesome you know and I get so excited like when you can step out and say wow I am I have chosen to feel a little better than I normally would and that's okay you know exactly now when it comes to anxiety and stress what are some typical and maybe some atypical affirmations that might be your go-to Yeah, I would say my first one with anxiety that helped me um, is something that I used to pair with my breath. And that is always I inhale calm and I exhale fear or anxiety, whatever kind of is coming up in that moment. And I would just repeat that to myself because with when I like in the midst, I'm thinking like I'm in the midst of an anxiety attack or where I can't breathe, like that's really scary. I can't focus on I am safe necessarily. Like that doesn't feel good to me in that moment. I'm just trying to catch my breath. And so I really believe in the power of a deep breath because it just sends signals to your brain. It releases and relaxes into your entire body. So I love a super simple one and pairing it with your breath saying, I inhale calm and take an inhale as you're doing it. And then I exhale fear and literally just exhale and 
even now, I just felt so much lighter. I know. I was doing that as you were saying that you were like guiding me. In fact, if you'd like to guide us through one for a moment, that would be amazing. Yeah. I would love to. Okay. Thank you for the opportunity. So wherever you are, you can keep your eyes open. You can take a moment and pause however you are. Just follow my breath and follow my voice and take this as it is. So repeat after me mentally or aloud. And as I say inhale, take an inhale. And as I exhale, take an exhale. And imagine each of those emotions entering and releasing your energy field. So take an inhale with me and repeat. I inhale love and I exhale hate. I inhale compassion. I exhale judgment. I inhale calm. I exhale anxiety. I inhale peace. And I exhale fear. And whenever you're ready, I love just rubbing my hands together to get out of this and placing my hands on my heart for just a second. And I just feel goosebumps all over. Just goosebumps are a really good sign of just your body is connecting to what's going on in your head. And so if you get goosebumps after meditations or just saying an affirmation, it's a really cool bodily reaction. So acknowledge it and have fun with it. But thank you for doing that with me. (laughs) I have the chills right now. And thank you. No, thank you. That was awesome. And it's just like I kind of kept it short to show you and show everybody like Mm -hmm. how quick it can be. It doesn't have to be a 20-minute routine. It can be something you're doing like as you're doing something you're already doing such as breathing. And like – in yeah. a totally different note, like when I'm cooking, I literally just as I'm stirring my pasta or whatever, I'm saying I'm infusing love into this food. Yes. And just mentally saying one note, like those intentions and affirmations and those thoughts are so powerful. Like little tiny one second thoughts can make such a big difference. And the more you do it and implement it, it just adds up and has like a beautiful compounding effect. So don't ever think that your actions or your intentions or your affirmations are going unnoticed because they're not. Energy (laughs) speaks, energy is, and energy is, I promise you, always in motion. Period. Yes. I'll shower (laughs) and I say that I am cleansing myself of energies that no longer serve me right now. Or you can also set intentions in water as our bodies are made up of Mm -hmm. 70% water. Crystals in the water will manipulate itself to look a certain way. And if somebody expresses love, it feels that and it becomes more beautiful. And when someone expresses disgust or fear, hate, it actually ends up, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it doesn't look as great. It doesn't look as beautiful. Yeah. It becomes like a beautiful, like uniform crystal when it's like love and yeah. joy. And then it kind of becomes very like shattered and jagged um, when the like it's literally like it's piercing um when it's like when you're saying things like that and so they I love that you said this because I think water is something we all consume and interact with so often and one like 
the energy of water I really connect to. And I love just like taking a pause before I even take a sip of water. And I just, it depends on my mood, but you can say like, thank you so much for aligning with me water. You can even say this water is enhancing my vibration. This water is creating more love in my life. Like you can set any intention for it and that water will work with you. Like you are water, a lot of water, (laughs) and that water will merges with your soul and your physical body too. And so it is such a powerful thing and such a powerful way to integrate it into your day with something you already do. So maybe if you're struggling to implement affirmations, maybe you start with before you drink water, like just as simple as that and just start by creating your own. And if you have need reference, I mean, my page has a ton of affirmations. There's so many you can Google. There's so many resources for affirmations, Um, but it's such a beautiful way to start that ritual. And I love that you mentioned that, Raquel. (laughs) And your app, by the way, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. And by the way, I looked it up. So his name is Masaru Imoto. Yes. Yes, Mas- yes, yes, Masaru Emoto. Yeah, so that is amazing water experiment that he found, and it's so true. A lot of people will share their affirmations or even something that they want to manifest mm-hmm. into their reality, and then sip the water and drink it. Also, when I was going through, uh, I think that I was—I don't know how much you believe in like black magic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Something happened to me in Bali a while ago. So I went and saw a priest mm-hmm. and this was my first time being introduced to the power of water actually, because um, he was releasing the energies that were stuck to me and he cut those cords and then he had me for a long period of time tell me to just pray to my water. Mm-hmm. And so I do do that. And lately, actually, I've just been praying into a candle. Oh, I have a candle right it. next to me and I pray for protection. And I'm also saying my gratitude for being healthy. My family's healthy, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But it just, it makes me feel safe. Yeah. Especially because I feel like I'll get disturbed at night by spirits easily, <laughs> really fast. Mm-hmm. So I pray into the candle. I have to do that. And I sage and I say these affirmations and gratitude. And it just makes me go to bed with so much more ease and peace. It is. It's so powerful. And what kind of popped into my head, I would love to hear your thoughts too, is you just talked about water and then you mentioned the candle. And I think my connection, my interpretation that's just popping in is it is all these natural elements like so air, fire, water. And the reason I mentioned air is because air is all around us. And that's that power of literally every single molecule in the air. Like we don't necessarily see air. You can work with like that unseen and I think it's such an empowering statement to realize like that empty space between like you and your headphones right now or you and your cell phone, like that is air, that is energy that you can work with to manifest and to heal and to feel safer and just realizing there's so much more than we can see with the human eyes that sometimes it is about feeling and understanding. Um, So yeah, that's just what popped into my head and I had to share. Okay. And something just popped into my head and we're going full circle right now because I talked about how it's amazing you saw that magic as a child. So something just came Uh to mind. I remember Uh my dad saying that 
he and my brother, and by the way, at that time, he was very much a skeptic, Mm -hmm. but they met a master in something. I don't know. Was he a ninja? Jiu-jitsu? I have no idea. Yeah. A master in something. And basically, he knocked my dad and my brother over just using the force of of his hands and the air knocked them out. Oh my gosh. It's so wild how much we can manipulate the energy around us as well. For good. For good. Yeah, exactly. But it just shows how powerful it is. Like, you don't have to go knocking down people. Like, that was, like, part of, like, that's part of, like, martial arts, which is a beautiful way. And they're – actually, speaking of martial arts, they are so about – channeling your energy force yes. um, it is much more about your mind than your physical body which I think is very very cool and so. they use many affirmations as yeah. well through their practice I love a natural look with some shimmer I love that lightly soft contour but add of course some shimmer and some blush some highlighter a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges and of course a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive, hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E Medics, Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. Okay, we have so many different random tools and techniques (laughs) that we've been talking about, but what are also just some simple, basic ones? And then even some that are new or maybe most people haven't heard of. Yeah, absolutely. So a very, very simple, you don't need anything else but who you are and what you do already is your voice. So a really powerful way to use and work with affirmations is through your voice. However, I want to say this, that if it feels uncomfortable for you, if it feels like you're faking it or lying it, try something else. Do not force yourself because that might come later. And that's absolutely okay. There's no perfect way to practice. These are all just different ways and you get to find what works for you. 
My other favorite tool is by far my journal. Um, it is like so fun for me to just write five to 10 affirmations in the morning. It takes under two minutes and it's so nice. Um, and it's really fun for me when you journal because you get to look back on it and see a lot of the things that have manifested, even though it was just a random thought one morning and you never put any more energy towards it, you'll notice something so crazy like you called that in. And it's a really beautiful way for you to build a more trusting relationship with affirmations, I think, um, which is why I really recommend it to a lot of people is to just start by writing it down like five to 10 of them, just write them down once and start. And then maybe you have an urge to write it down multiple times. Maybe you have the urge to just work with one and write it down a bunch of times and there's no rule. So don't get stuck on this is the right way. That's the right way. <laughs> just try and see what works for you because your intention and the fact that you're even putting energy towards this is already part of the process. And so you're only making it better by doing it. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's so fun. My other favorite tool, shameless self plug is my app actually, because you have affirmations in there for you. And then you can set reminders, you can listen to them in a guided format. So you can work with them in a bunch of different mediums, um, right through your phone. So to me, it's very helpful. If I'm working, I just play the guided affirmations in the background. And it's, it's just subliminal, right? Like that energy, even if I don't hear the words, like those, the energy of those words is going into my body body into my work. So that's my other, those are my top three tools. I don't necessarily know of like new ones. I'd be interested to know if you know of any new ones. I'd love to hear. Okay. So what is it? I, I don't know if you ever have explored TikTok, but uh, yeah. Oh no. I just received an Amber alert. Um, okay. So <laughs> at least the thing didn't go off though, but oh, yeah. um, I hope that everything is okay. And I want to send, every time I see it, I have to like pray mm -hmm. that the child is found. Uh, I agree. I'll take a second with you. All right. Mm -hmm. So on TikTok, there are many different spiritual TikTok yeah. videos. And <laughs> lately, I just keep receiving all these different tarot videos. Mm -hmm. I understand the algorithm might, you know, show them to me because I favor them. However, they all have been sharing the same message with me. <gasps> and I'm keeping that message pretty sacred. But uh -huh. I, every single time I hear this message, and it's the same exact one, wow. I keep writing, I claim it, I claim it, I claim it. Mm -hmm. And whenever you receive a message that you perhaps re you receive externally or even internally, I think it's so beautiful and now so profound to state, I claim it. I claim it yeah. as mine. I claim this into my existence mm -hmm. and affirming it into your existence. So that's beautiful yeah. one. I love it. <laughs> and another like, version of that, because um, I've heard some people say, I don't like saying I claim it because there's the conflict of, I feel like I'm taking it away from somebody else, which is a oh. whole nother conversation in itself. Didn't even think of that. I feel like we can yeah. all claim this. No, I totally agree. But some people, like, because I believe in, like, there's infinite abundance. Mm -hmm. Like, you claiming it can never take away from somebody else. Like, there's infinite amount. But some people still have, like, that just like it's a resistance factor. And so if I claim it doesn't feel good, try I accept it or it is mine or it is for me, like it is meant for me. Mm -hmm. So even if I claim, I love I claim it to me, it feels like it makes me feel like empowered. Yeah. But I noticed in the beginning, like when I first started seeing I claim it, I used to not be able to say it. And I was wondering like, what makes me feel weird about it? And mm -hmm. I think I felt like 
I was being too courageous sometimes. And so sometimes if you feel like that, like these are all perfect words to use. And just the simple, like even, yeah, when I share an affirmation on my page and I say comment below with a yes or I claim it, that is literally a way of you affirming it. So through (laughs) social media too, you are affirming it as well. So I love that you brought up the TikToks and how amazing that you've gotten so many aligned messages, by the way. (laughs) Also, I know, what about I affirm it? If a claim, because I understand the connotation of claiming that Mm -hmm. is little, I mean, we've grown up with that with a certain you know, rhetoric. So yeah, yeah, I totally understand of claim. It really resonates with me because I find it super fiery and like, yes, this is mine. I'm just like, oh yeah. Yes, exactly. No, I'm unabashed about it. And I'll say as well, and I've even seen as well, I claim this and for everybody else that's listening to this. So Mm. I think that that's powerful. I love love that. (laughs) But I affirm it. I mean, I affirm it into my reality. I think that that would be a beautiful one as well. Yeah. And that's actually why I call the app affirm it. So it's like kind of like, yeah, you can affirm it. And so that's Ah. definitely what I like. I love that. Like you literally can just say I affirm it and that's it. Yes. To affirm it into reality. I love that. And then even when you write your affirmations or you journal or you script your future, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to do, you can also, you know, place your hands over your pages. A lot of times I just visualize, I'm more visual than verbal sometimes Mm -hmm. when I'm doing my prayers, which is another way of affirmations. It doesn't always have to be verbal, but okay. So I place my hands over and I visualize the energy coming through me. However, I think one beautiful thing to do is you can even just place your hands over and say, mm-hmm. I affirm it this or I yeah. claim this. I love that. And kind of with hands, I, for some reason, when I was younger, I would always like place a crystal on top of my journal after I did like a major journaling session of like scripting or something. And so if you are feel connected to certain crystals, um, feel free to like place that thing on your journal um, after you have a major session. And like you said, put your hands over it because that like, it's just amplifying it. You know, I think crystals are beautiful amplifiers. So there's so many fun ways, like the combinations are limitless. Oh, this is making me so happy. So true. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Okay. This is a frequently asked question. I know, I know it is because this was one of my very first questions as well when I started getting into this. And I was always curious, how quickly will my affirmations manifest? I love it. Yes. So they can manifest very, very, very quickly. I'm not going to say instantly just because I think that gives a very different energy. So affirmations and whatever you're intending to can manifest super quickly. So evidence of that is have you ever thought of a person and they call you right back? Like the moment they popped in your head and they call you two seconds later or they shoot you a text, that in itself is um, evidence of how quickly things can manifest. So it can manifest that quickly. But a lot of the times the reason things aren't manifesting as quickly is because we have some sort of resistance towards it. Mm -hmm. We're blocking it energetically, or we honestly just frankly don't believe in it, that it's possible. And wherever our energy is more um, potent, so to speak, that's what will manifest more. So if your energy, say you're trying to manifest a new job, say you know you really want a job, you're saying your affirmations, but your energy is more like raw and potent 
in the energy that you're scared of not manifesting that job, most likely that is going to be what manifests more because wherever there's more energy, that's what manifests and wherever there's more of a stronger vibration. So whatever is a stronger vibration within you is what will manifest. And the reason things like the really light things like, oh, you thought of a person, they texted you. The reason they manifest so quickly is because we're so detached from it. It's not something we're seeking and looking for those results. Yes. And I think, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that looking for that result, I think is what holds us back because my thought process is, okay, law of attraction, right? Like attracts like. When you are looking for a result and you're like, where's my manifestation? Where's my manifestation? You're basically affirming, I want to keep looking for my manifestations. And that is what you keep experiencing. I know that's so counterintuitive. And it's such a fine line of affirming for it, but being okay with it happening at its own pace and detaching from it. I know there's so many variables to that statement I just made. However, that's what I've found that acceptance in that manifestation happening in divine timing and dropping that timeline almost always will help you manifest it in the timeline you really need it to manifest. Because I know certain things in life have timelines, but I also Mm -hmm. firmly believe in divine timing. And that is kind of where I let go of that time because time is a man-made concept versus energy is something that always exists. Like our perspective of time is just like forward, backwards. It's not it's, we've created like a calendar and a clock, right? Like that is something that's created. So it's not necessarily a huge variable in manifestation. Time is not part of that energy field of law of attraction. And it's not part of that plane of items, if that makes sense. Exactly. Well, time is definitely a man constructed concept. Mm -hmm. And I call that as well, the thirst trap. You do not want to get thirsty about whatever you're calling in. There's so much power in surrendering, which can be so challenging because it's like, you really want it so it keeps entering your mind but there's so much beauty in simply just letting it go and also when it comes to divine timing it's not only whatever is on the timeline of what the universe has in store for you Mm -hmm. divine timing happens when you unblock certain things that happen through divine timing for you because you are more than just a timeline you're beyond the timeline so you just have to work with your own energy that happens on honoring your own rhythm yeah and when you're yeah I think like that makes perfect sense like when you're ready to unblock you're unlocking like that divine timing aspect of it and it'll most likely just pop up as soon as you unblock you know and I think such a beautiful I think my favorite thing about all of this is it's so empowering because it's a lot of it is in your ability. And one thing I do want to say is I think when we talk about this, I sometimes feel like, oh my gosh, this is all on me. So I don't want you to feel like anything is your fault or you're messing up. It's more so just like going through all of this and saying, wow, I have the ability to do this. How cool. It's okay if it doesn't manifest instantly. It's okay if it doesn't happen. And a big question I love to ask people is, why are you searching for your manifestation so bad? What are you trying to get out of it? Most of the time, it's some sort of feeling, (laughs) right? Like you're going to feel happier. Mm -hmm. And if that manifestation comes awesome, so how can you start to, as you guys have probably heard this phrase, how can you start to channel the energy of that manifestation now? How can you find other things that make you similar to how you'll feel when you get that manifestation? How can you feel a little more loved? How can you feel a little happier? Even if it's just a nice cup of chai or a nice cup of coffee, how can you feel a little better with those snuggly things that make you happy? Because that is just contributing to more of like attracts like law of attraction, law of vibration, 
calling in the things that you're trying to manifest, you're becoming a vibrational match for those items. Oh, so true. And to piggyback off of that, as someone who's single, Mm -hmm. a thought comes to my mind and it's a very genuine thought like, oh, I love this being here alone and I love this independent life of mine. And it's something that I have affirmed. And then I've recognized like, huh, that might make it challenging for me to welcome love into my life if I'm so in love with being alone. Mm -hmm. Because that's kind of been an affirmation that's I didn't mean to, but I did ingrain. And I just recently recognized this. Mm -hmm. And it's something that's hard to shift from. And then sometimes when I visualize a relationship, I'll think like, ah, but like, do I really want this? Because I really do love my own time. So it's something that I'm shifting to because I know and feel that there's another partner that is going to be coming into my life. And it's something for me to open up to. So find happiness in that alone time with yourself or whatever, but without the emphasis of Mm -hmm. independence or whatever it is that Mm -hmm. you are calling in, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. And I think that'd be so interesting to explore like (laughs) why you love that independence so much. I think that's really interesting. (laughs) I mean, I know you're already doing it. You're like, yeah, I know. (laughs) I just do. I just do. You know what as well? I had a long-term relationship and then when that ended, yeah. I found the most happiness ever, just finding my independence and love. And then I think that's beautiful. allowing someone to come back into that has been a challenge, but I know that it's more than possible, especially as I yeah. let go of the need to always feel independent. So when you need that thirst, when you need something, not the thirst, but when you need something or you're just so attached to something subconsciously yeah. or consciously, that's what often is there. Mm-hmm. If it's already in you, if it's already a part of you, if it's something you're calling in and you're attached, that's a different story. That's the thirst. That's when it it's like repulsive to the universe. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically like you're signaling like, wait, keep holding off on it. And it's so counterintuitive because you're like, well, I'm asking and I'm looking, but it's very, very interesting because the universe takes things so literally sometimes like, (laughs) hey, I love being independent. And it's like, okay, you love being independent. Well, let's keep you independent. You know, it's very, very literal versus like, you're not trying to say I love being independent. I don't want a partner. You're just saying, I love that independent side of me too. And so I think that's kind of where it can get really confusing. Even for me, like I've noticed in work, I'm just like, wow, I love the fact that I have such a work-life balance. And then things get so balanced. And then I'm like, wait, I'm not even working anymore. Like, it's so interesting how certain things will manifest that just to thought you of gratitude and speaking of one of my actually if you ever struggle with affirmations one of the things I've always suggested to clients or people on the page is if you don't know what to affirm for say thank you instead of I affirm because Mm. the power of gratitude your mind um, and your subconscious mind and you as a soul associates gratitude with something that's already done so it's kind of like a little trick to help you feel more comfortable with the affirmation itself is saying like Say I am trying to manifest, I don't know, inner peace. So just say I'm so thankful for the inner peace I'm feeling. I'm so thankful for the clarity I'm feeling. Or I'm so thankful I'm able to surrender even if you're not able to surrender just yet, saying those statements in the form of thank you or I'm grateful for is a really powerful way to incorporate that gratitude into those affirmations as well. Yes, that ease. That way you eliminate the resistance. So beautiful. And what do you think about the 
affirmation of wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if Mm. – how do you feel about that? I absolutely love that because I think that same thing is like I think we're not encouraged to wonder and imagine. And so I love that phrase if you – like a lot of people, it's like, okay, just think about what you want. And I've, I'm sure you've heard this too, Raquel, where it's like, they're like, I don't know what I want. And then I'm like, okay, well, think about what would be nice to have. And that's the perfect way. Like, wouldn't it be nice if, and just like in that awe state and that dreamy wonder state is such a powerful place. I know as kids, we're taught not to be in that place, but hey, we're bringing it back. It's so beautiful. <laughs> we're bringing it back. Yeah. Indeed. Also, speaking of divine timing from earlier, I'm looking at our time and I'm like, wow, time really does fly. So Uh I, which I love, I love it. But I have to ask you as well, like, are there certain affirmations for certain things such as a romantic partner? Yes. Or manifesting success. Yeah, absolutely. So once again, I'm so sorry to shamelessly plug, but um, in the app, I have categories for those affirmations because I think a lot of people before even saying the affirmation, they're like, well, how do I know if this is right? And so if you don't know where to start, I really recommend just going on the app doing the free trial. You don't even need to subscribe, but finding some affirmations that feel really good to you in those categories, whether it's your soulmate or your career, your money mindset and start there. And if you don't know how to create an affirmation, the main things you want to know is you want to speak of it in a positive way. So you don't want to say, I don't want a bad job. You want to (laughs) say, I have a good job. So just don't speak of what you don't want and then keep it in Mm -hmm. the present tense. And those are the two Mm -hmm. biggest things. Keep it in the present tense and focus on the things that you do want versus what you don't want. Those are my three main tips. And so for something like a soulmate, I like to say I am ready to meet my soulmate. My soulmate is ready to meet me. I am ready for a loving and supportive and nurturing relationship. I love those types of phrases. And that's actually what I use to um, call Tom into my life. I always tell him, I'm like, I manifested you. He was like, I think I did too. I was like, did you? He was like, well, in my head. And so it's so funny because he always tries. He's so supportive of affirmations. But he's just like, I think I did. And it's so hilarious. That's so cute. (laughs) Thank you. And for something like your career, you can say like, I love my job or something as simple as my dream job is and fill in that blank, like get specific. Or you can say my dream job is fulfilling. I am calling in my dream job. I'm getting clarity for my dream job. So anything of that sort is It doesn't have to be complex statements. A lot of the complex statements, though, are very helpful for if you have resistance or fear. Um, Those are where the complex statements, I feel, really come in handy, wherever you notice resistance around whatever you're trying to manifest. So that's when they can get a little more complex. And you can kind of build your own affirmation ritual with five or six affirmations that feel really good. And if you want a lot more, go for it. But don't feel like you have to have a lot either. Oh, yes. And I have to ask this on behalf of people with mental health problems. I mean, I've experienced as well many times in my life, depression, anxiety, stress, ADHD, and then the mind might get in the way. So what are some affirmations to, I'm not saying cure that by any means, but I'm just saying Mm -hmm. to alleviate or bring more ease and peace to to what's going on. Absolutely. And I think you literally just said it yourself. Um, I was just going to say, I was going to say, I call in ease or I am feeling at ease and my mind is at ease. I think a lot of it is our mind is just racing. 
And so I like to do, my mind is at ease. I feel safe. I feel secure. I feel empowered. Those are the ones that really come to mind for me. Um, And also with releasing, I am releasing judgments, expectations, labels from my body, and I'm choosing to follow my truth. I think those are some of the really big ones that come to mind with just more things that you can't see, but they're affecting us. Like we've all experienced some sort of anxiety at this point. And so, but you can't see it. So how do you handle it? You know? And so that's what really helped me. Beautiful, beautiful. And then also some affirmations for self-love and care. Ah, my favorite. I think (laughs) self-love and care is the root of it all. Um, because I just think it's, it's, it's so hard to understand. Do I love myself yet? Like it's such a difficult like question, so to speak, but it's such a, they'll, it'll show up in different moments of your life where you have enough, um, like confidence or love for yourself that you're willing to say no to something or set that boundary, or you have enough love for yourself that it doesn't matter to you what someone else says about you anymore. Their judgment doesn't affect you anymore. And so it shows up in different ways. And I think with self-love, if you're trying to find and create more self-love, my favorite, favorite one is I love and approve of myself and I am worthy of my own love. I think those are my top two Mm -hmm. for sure that I, to be honest, I'm just repeating in my head over and over and over again. And the other one is everything I need is within me because a lot of the times it feels like we have to look externally. Like we talked about all the affirmation tools. A lot of them are external tools. And sometimes it might feel like, well, how do I manage all this? And my biggest thing to remind you is everything you need is within you. So repeat the affirmation because you are whole just as you are. You don't need anything else. You're perfect. And all you can do is get even better. So if that's your goal, like it's within you and you do not have to look outside if you don't want Mm. to. Beautiful. And as you were saying that, I was matching it with my breath. I love that practice you said, the very first practice of matching these affirmations with your breath. Mm. I think that is so powerful because you're literally breathing in that energy. Yeah. And it helps like with a really good visual too. I think for like one, we're all so familiar with like breathing in general. Like we know what an inhale versus an exhale is. Even if you don't practice breath work, we're all always doing it. And I think it's a really good way to pair something so energetic with something that we do that's so vital to who we are like and to why we're even living you know of course oh exactly okay so uh, any other messages you want to share before we jump into random fire I just want to say thank you if you are listening still just thank you for being here I appreciate your energy and just thank you um I just hope wherever you go whatever is coming your way that you feel full and you can create that sense of yeah everything I do need is within me so I just hope that you feel a little more empowered after listening to our conversation today I hope so too (laughs) all right so sage or palo santo Palo Santo. Ah, curious why. Um, the smoke from sage actually gets really suffocating for me. It's ah, something I've never been able to handle. Okay, that's so interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. It is pretty intense. It is pretty yeah, intense. I know. And then I'm like, well, maybe I'm blocking something, so I need it. It's so funny. Who knows? Well, and also, <laughs> I'm working on it. Who knows? Who knows? Early bird or night owl? Oh, combo, but night owl, I'd say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then, what time do you usually get up? I do try and get up around 6.30, but 
I struggle more to get up than I struggle to sleep late. So that's why I say yeah. But I love waking up early. I know. Like it makes me so happy, but I just struggle with it sometimes. So that's why Night Owl, because it's so easy for me to stay up till like two, just like reading a yeah, book or something. Yeah, I, I literally have always been an early bird. Mm-hmm. Recently, the past few weeks, I have been staying up till two, three. Yes. And happy. And enjoying it, and which is so rare for me, and it's probably just the energy of the times right now. I have no idea. Yeah, but I like it. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. (laughs) I like the night energy. All right, any sacred rituals that you hold dearly, aside from what we've talked about? I would say blessing strangers, blessing anybody who comes in my like pathway. Um, I love just saying a quick like, I send love your way, whether it's a stranger in the grocery store or somebody who I'm emailing. I love just connecting to those energies as much as possible and just giving that love for just a quick yeah, second. same. <laughs> Favorite breakfast? Avocado toast. Yes. Uh, yes. It's like so good. I like it with sourdough or with Ezekiel bread. Oh, same. I have, I've been on the sourdough right now. I love it so much. It feels so good. So good. Mm-hmm. Do you know your sun, moon, and rising sign? And it could be Vedic or Western. Um, I don't know the sun, moon, and rising, but I am a Scorpio. I always forget my sun, moon, and rising, which is so <laughs> crazy because this is like my stuff, but I always forget. Um, I think because I've gotten so many different readings done and like I focus in on different things. So unfortunately, crazily, I do not. No, it's fine, but happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, my birthday is the 16th. Coming up. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Awesome. Do you know your human design? I do. I am a, oh no, sorry. I was saying my Enneagram, but um, my human design, I'm a manifester. Ah, awesome. And then how about your Enneagram? It's a four. Yeah. I'm so confused because I'm, I totally relate to the four and its motivations and challenges, but I also totally relate to the seven. So it's, I feel such a toss up. Yeah. It's such a toss up. I know. I like, I'm like, sometimes I like to be like a half and half. <laughs> I agree. How about your MBTI since we're on typology right now? I don't know. What is MBTI? Your Myers-Briggs. Oh, I am an INTJ. INTJ. Okay, cool. Cool. Animals that your soul connects with. Ooh, I love this question. So for me, um, dolphins. And then I also love tigers for some reason. And then um, my third one is pandas. So (laughs) very, very interesting combination of the three. And then the other, like my sign sign is hummingbirds. Um, See them all the time. So that's like my sign of my animal. And then the three that like I connect to just in terms of like, I literally see them in my dream. I don't know why a panda, like other ones I understand, but the panda, I have not understood that one yet. (laughs) You just are connected for some reason. Oh, wow. I love pandas. And that's a new one for me. That's unique. You know, I get dolphin a lot, tiger a lot, but I never really have gotten a panda. That's so unique. (laughs) No, I know. It keeps popping up and it's popped up since my childhood, like pandas and giraffes, like giraffes I could see a little bit, but like those two have like popped up significantly, like since I was a child. That's why I mentioned it. It's so random. fierce though they're really fierce have you ever seen the sneezing panda video oh they're so cute yes any music recommendations to uplift your spirits I would say any sort of sound healing if you go on Spotify um sound healing any of those frequencies like 432 508 I think they're so healing um and I also I just grew up in an Indian household and we grew up chanting just listening to chants um 
And I really like the artists, like Deva Premal. I grew up with her, V. Harrison. Those are some really beautiful artists who sing different chants and mantras. Even if you don't understand them, their voices are just mm-hmm. so angelic. Um, I love it. I love that. Yeah, I love chants. I love mantras. Yeah. Do you ever use mudras with your affirmations? I do. Um, if a certain mudra is feeling good to me, I love using it because I really believe in the mudras and then also just like the energy points in your hands because if you didn't know, your hands also are like, obviously we know our chakra systems go along our spine, but did you know your hand is the mo- is the second most potent part of your body that holds the energy centers of all your really yeah so that's why mudras are so powerful because your hands are the second most potent space where like all of your chakras lie and so the mudras all are working with that and you're kind of creating that energy flow uh book you're currently reading if any I am reading Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. He sent it to me, so I am reading that up. I love it. Okay, I love this question as well. The universe gave you free billboards, so billboards at no cost whatsoever, to share one message across the main highway in major cities all around the world. Mm -hmm. What would the billboards read? Everything you need is within you, and you have the power to manifest all of your dreams. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this is the last question that I ask all the Euro Magic guests. Uh-huh. How would you advise the Euro Magic listeners to create their own magic? I would invite them to create their own magic by just starting. Um, I think we learn and we consume so much information and we know all the things we need to do. I'm sure this isn't the first time you're hearing about an affirmation, but I really invite you to just start. I think magic comes from taking that leap of faith and just starting, even if you don't know what's going to happen, even if you don't know what you're going to like. I think that first step, there's no way around it, but to just do it. And I really think it's such a beautiful thing to to give yourself the opportunity to start and to just try. Um, I think it's such a beautiful way to create your own magic by taking that step. Don't You don't have to know all the answers. You don't need to know your perfect ritual. But just by beginning, I think that is the most empowering thing. Mm, yep. Nothing your soul will really need to lose, but you have everything to gain. Yeah, I love that. Just start, people. Just start. Yeah. Just go for it. <laughs> go for it. Now, where can everyone connect with you? Um, they can connect with me on Instagram as at Affirmation Addict and then my website as well. So that's affirmation-addict.com. So Instagram is the best place. I'm also on Facebook and all platforms, YouTube, p- podcasts. It's all under Affirmation Addict. So please come connect. If you if I can help you with anything, I'm here. Um, and I would love to just connect with all of you. So thank you yeah. so, so much for everything, Raquel. This was, I loved chatting with this you. This has been amazing. I feel uplifted. I feel reignited and inspired to affirm, make affirmations, write them down right when we exit this podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you. I truly, truly, I feel so good today um, after this call. Like I feel so full. I just want to give you and give all the energies who are listening to this podcast such a big hug right now. So just, I feel great. Thank you for offering that. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls 
on the Euro Magic Facebook group, especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. The Pyrite is monthly and the gold membership is just a one-time payment. But don't forget that experience called home. You can visit that at Euromagic.life forward slash home. And that will be with Brie Melanson and I, my fellow alien channeling Palladian boss babe. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.